I'm so thrilled to introduce my guest tonight, who is an inspiring and ambitious woman. Very briefly, she is an author of a best-selling Amazon book. She's a publishing consultant. She's a public speaker, an entrepreneur, a fancy, and a mother of two sons. Lisa Caprelli. She has a 25-year background in leadership, marketing, and experience in FM, AM, radio, broadcasting shows, and podcasts. In 2010, Lisa launched her own branding and public relations agency. She quickly acquired a range of CEOs and established clients in and around Orange County, including Toyota University. Additionally, she has worked with video production companies, celebrity brands, attorneys, a New York Times bestselling author, um, industry um, subject matter experts, medical and technology businesses, non-profits, retail businesses, financial firms, restaurants, oil and brand groups, and real estate companies. She's the founder of a children's brand, Unicorn Jazz. It's a book series and also a show, The Thing I Do. And I'm so happy to have her tonight. Thank you, Lisa Caprelli. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Sonia, for having me. Uh, first of all, just help me understand how did you have this an amazing portfolio like i think people like us most of the time struggle with the time management and self-discipline so help us understand how did you manage all of this in such a short time well um i will say that it helps um that i was always um adaptable to the technology um and the trends and um when social media came around um around the 2008 9 10 mark when it was prevalent um it, it really i used it i used it to my advantage as many of us could uh, there's so many ways to outsource your your business marketing and your business needs and i was able to leverage so many um software and, and capabilities and and then of course with the team nothing you, can, you can't grow uh, fast or big without a team. So I've been I've been blessed to always um, have a good team and and having young innovative uh, people that I work with. Um, mm -hmm. And for me, it's just been a combination of learning the the best skill sets to run a business. And and because I do have a, a background in in marketing and and social psychology, so psychology marketing is very important in anyone's business. Uh, it's been something that I won't say it's easy, but it's been just doable with action steps. Right. So was it always your uh, dream to become who you are today? Because right now I see a very different portfolio of yours. Yeah. You're now into children's world, yeah. which I saw on your yeah. website. And also this is your current niche. So how did you land into this 
this new feel is is this something you always wanted to do yeah well i um i grew up really shy like my character unicorn jazz i i always did dream of being an, an author and you know back then when i was a little girl we didn't have the technology or or we didn't, google wasn't around all youtube all these different things and ways to learn how to you know publish books and things like that so fast forward uh i have published 16 books in county now and i did start like you said, my background was in, in business and marketing. So I kind of tell people I'm like Benjamin Button, where I started working with adults in business. And then I wrote a book called Skip a Step that's for young younger minds, like teens and college students. And now I'm so privileged to work with children, elementary school age, and you know even babies. I have a baby board book coming out. Um, I didn't know I'd be working in the capacity that I do today. However, I do love, love what I do. And um, if you work with me or you're on my team, you do know that it's very rewarding and purposeful. I mean, you know, children are our future. And yeah. uh, to be able to work with them in many capacities, um, enter my show, Unicorn Jazz Presents the Thing I Do, which is now on Amazon Prime TV, which we started just since the pandemic. So being able to change um, and be innovative is something that every company and every entrepreneur needs to do. I mean, you think of, you know, Netflix, um, you know, took over where Blockbuster was, um, you know, in on a city um, and then into the streaming world. So for me, it's been understanding and predicting the pace of business and being able to change, you know, rather rapidly. Um, I do love writing and, so, and storytelling and creating children's stories and picture books is is so much fun. And once I started going into schools and speaking to the children, you know, all the students in the school assembly style, I like think of when, you know, you and I were in school and we'd have a guest speaker come in. Yeah. And once I was able to to share with them the messages and, and behind the scenes, how things work, which I didn't know that that's what they were going to be curious about. And being able to speak to them about YouTube yeah. and all these different things, because my son, who's now 16, he is a YouTuber. He started when he was seven. And so it's really appealing to the younger generations. And um, it's, it's my greatest joy. I mean, for me, I, I love that I'm no longer shy and I'm able to really um, connect with them and, and give them wisdom as if, if I was in their shoes and what would I would want to learn to motivate me and keep me inspired to learning because, you know, we all are, we all should be lifelong learners. I know I am and, and get them motivated because really going back to my childhood, I, I grew up with very humble beginnings. Um, I did it. If some, if I wish someone would have told me you could be anything you want to be when you put your mind to it, stay innovative, learn all the things you can, and and believing in in them. So you know, I hope to inspire the the children that I get to connect with, you know, in such a manner as yeah. well, and 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 showing that in the proof and the teamwork that I've been so um, blessed and privileged to do. Yeah, my podcast is also. I I try to actually help people learn from each other because i think women are um women are not so much ex given the opportunity to express themselves like about their ups and downs and struggles and that is what i yeah. um that's why i'm not only i admire people and women who are already doing great in their work because as a woman i can totally relate to the ups and downs of our lives and and I want my podcast to be the platform for young girls to take inspiration from this and, you know, learn from others' journeys that how these ups and lows are just part of life and we can all walk through that. Yeah. So if you could just walk us through your journey and, and you know, 
help us understand that how um when you were when you were going through you know all these different fields and and all of these are like not um i would say uh woman friendly domains i mean traditional right <laughs> so that's it's, very true. it's a very um you know different field that you have been through so uh did you feel backlash um from your you know colleagues and how did you you know kept going well um I, in the beginning people who knew me in the business world you know my their question to me was why children's books you know i read yeah. in business books i you know i i i i can network in business in in front in, in with almost anyone you know i've just learned how to do that and build connections and and grow brands and represent the brands that i work with in the past mm-hmm. um and for me it was kind of like well i'm you know when you you know i i'm still young i'm only 50 and um it was now about doing what i love and something that i wanted to be to be fun i mean if you're gonna spend a good part of your life working you yeah. to me you should have fun doing it right. um and so it it was it for me it was one way to kind of revisit my childhood and with the children's stories that i wish i had and which my books represent you know positive messages for kids in a fun way with characters um, animal characters and of course as we know a unicorn is not real but when you read a book you want to you know pretend and escape into the stories and that's what stories were for me growing up yeah and, um so it's been um it, it's it's been a way to grow brand i mean for me when i thought of unicorn jazz it was for me like like there's hello kitty that's the brand there's you know mickey mouse and for me it was unicorn jazz granted you know it's not in a household brand name yet but I knew early on that I wanted to build that I really had success after success for representing clients building their vision and their dreams and for me I I I saw the vision of a brand first knowing Mm -hmm. that what is my special most you know easiest skill set and for me it's writing and when you write a book that's it's your own copyright it's your own IP your own intellectual property and so I knew I would start and lead with the stories and, you know, I'm getting ready now to do like licensing, um, getting, you know, um, work with licensing conventions to get Unicorn Jazz and the character friends license. For example, Unicorn Jazz, she has a musical note for a tale. She's copyrighted. She's trademarked. So no one can copy her, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and um, I have built so many assets and content out of um, the books and the stories, uh, my first book I have a screenplay for it and and I was getting ready to put it into you know local uh, theaters and things like that before the pandemic Mm -hmm. so once the pandemic hit and halted me like it did many I just kind of said well what can I do I couldn't go into schools anymore which was my is is my lifeblood to be able to connect and speak live with children right and again who knew that that's going to be a great you know thing that the schools want to invite you you can sell your books. You can reach a lot of kids at the same time. Really have one-on-one personal time with them as a speaker. And for anyone, you know, who's a CEO or leader, we all know that being able to speak is is what people crave and want. I know that the clients I represented, I had to put them in front of audiences, whether they were shy or not. Mm-hmm. They had to represent their brand, or of course, one of their partners did. Yeah. And so, because I had the experience making them shine, it yeah. was kind of like now my turn. Um, you know, and being in front of children who are like who are pure and innocent and 
and just becoming, you know, like seven again, it, it, it was, it was more fun than I ever knew I was going to have. I almost wish I knew this, you know, my twenties, how I just would have done it then, but I, I wouldn't have had the experience I had. I wouldn't have had the experience of marketing other clients and, you know, putting a package together for a school and the schools just kind of let me run the presentation. They come to me saying, what can you provide? Obviously they want the educational factors of literacy, reading, writing, you know, I've done workshops on how to write, on how to put stories together. I could, and all I do is, is really, you know, tailor down the message for a first grader, yeah. which is very easy. So, you know, I can make a message very sophisticated and, and poignant, or I can make it into a first grade message is very simple and easy to tell. And um, I will say being a mom and having children has helped me because you have to learn how to, you know, teach your children in a, in a, in a different way. And then I'm blessed that I'm able to speak with the educators and the librarians and teachers, the decision makers who, you know, they make the decision whether they're going to allow me to come into their schools and share the message. Now we have uh, the thing I do show that um, we created since the pandemic. And for me, the pandemic was a time to create all this content because we knew it was gonna eventually lift. We didn't know how long. Yeah, the more yeah. time I had with the pandemic, the more I just thought bigger and just created more to want to keep myself happy. But I just told the people around me that were part of the brand and growing, including kid actors who needed you know, things to do as well uh to you know let's be the leaders of happiness and let's focus on what we can do versus what we can't do and um i learned how to edit last year i have editors as well uh i think as an entrepreneur leader you have to always be willing to learn new things i mean i i'm always learning new things and i even though i will outsource or work with younger people who know technology well i still enjoy knowing what's what's what capabilities we have. Um, and one thing, when I wrote my book, Color Your Message, The Art of Digital Marketing and Social Media in 2010, 11, it was really, uh, what I saw is, is um, experienced business people not taking advantage of wanting to learn. Back then they were like, Twitter, this thing's not gonna last. And I'm like, mm. yes, it's going to last. <laughs> you, know, that, you know, they thought all this social media was just temporary because we get locked into what we know. Um, yeah there's a saying that's not mine uh your success makes you blind to new ways of thinking yeah and so i would see that and 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 always have to like school the upper senior management ceo because they didn't want to change i mean they wanted to keep things the same and i yeah. had to be it's almost like i had to encourage them like you got to change there's new technology yeah. you could do this better and it's cheaper faster quicker and once I was able to convince them to do that, then the, the changes would come. But if, if it has to come from the top. And because I was always coaching them to do that, I knew for me and I, you know, for always, I'm always looking at new ways of doing things to, and, and I would, if I, if I didn't know I could do things better, faster, quicker, reach more people, I wouldn't have created the thing I do show. I started it as a YouTube and Facebook Live um, as a way to test it, as a way to yeah, kind of yeah. just figure out. And, and Sonia, I'm, I'm, my, my first thing is to not be a public speaker. If I don't have to be on camera, I, in the past, I didn't want to. And I had to learn how to do it. I just had to just, there was no one else that was going to do it. And, and so I was able to, I was able to make the mistakes and, 
and learn how to to be effectively be in front of the camera per se but at the same time I started working with kids I have puppets that are characters from my books and I always say I'm shy but my puppet's not shy um and and again for me it was it was really understanding that the psychology of what my show is about the psychology of my books and the and the social emotional uh, learning components that come with it is that I'm ultimately reaching kids and it has to be entertaining for them yeah, and yeah. and really testing it with the schools and and you know like I said bringing up my seven year old self and um and it's it's been received well and and you know I'm always okay you know with criticism and and critique and and making things better. Yeah, because that keeps us learning more, and you know, it's, it's as long as the criticism is constructive, it helps us grow. Yeah, yeah, and relying on people and and uh, it's. It, for me, it was like, how do I think big and do big? And with the, you know, being budget conscious as well as a, as a business owner that, you know, especially when you're a startup, you're always cognizant of that. Um, but it, for me, it was just a combination of knowing different things my whole life and learning them along the way. So I always advise younger people to, when they work at a company, to learn as many roles as they can. Uh, because yeah. we need each other. and, and um, you know, teamwork is definitely a, a critical reason why Unicorn Jazz has rapidly grown. Um, you know, I'm not the artist or illustrator. Um, I rely on kid talent to help sing the songs because I'm not a singer. You can't be everything to help people. You need a team. Yeah. I actually um, watched your one of uh, the videos and it was very interesting how you put it together. And obviously you have your team effort and and it's very beautiful and it's uh as you said it's a storytelling it's uh about helping kids learn something about it because that's what you know children's shows are meant to be and some of us actually grew up with our own cultural shows um in the childhood mm -hmm. that we used to watch and they impact us you know for a long period of time and um my husband is with uh, also in a similar field. He's with Walt Disney, and he loves you know you know cartoon characters and uh, movies that he in his childhood was inspired to watching. And now when he's working for the corporate, he's like, you know, this is what I like doing for. And yeah. I I I I know that you know in every culture, you know, this media is a very powerful tool for helping mm -hmm. it to not only connect to each other, but also to grow from um, those storytelling part of the story. Is there mm -hmm. any element that you want to, you know, um, emphasize that, that makes your children's show different or your storybooks different from other children's books or uh, other shows? Yeah, well, I mean, I grew up with Sesame Street, um, and then my two sons who were born 15 years apart grew up with Sesame Street again, yeah. because I loved it so much, and their messages didn't expire, their music, yeah. I mean, I actually remember a lot of their songs till this day, and, the, you know, and what made me happy about them, so, you know, I, of course, didn't have the production and, and set that, that the Sesame Street did, but yeah. I realized using you know many of us have iphones with high quality video capabilities today right. we there's software that's so much easier to use today yeah we, the world kind of was able to learn how to do things on zoom and you know p creatives like me and and some of the kid talent i work with we all had green screen we learned how to do these things today 
Right. So I realized, like, I could get a kid in New York, Emily Isabel, who's a kid actor, singer, uh, Red Drennan, a, another boy um, kid, um, actor, singer of ours. Um, and, of course, through the parents saying, can they do a little video 30 seconds about a seahorse or singing a song? And, and if they didn't have a copyright-free song, I wrote the song, and, and I, I got a piece together with studios, different parts of the, the country. It was really kind of just stitching together and directing, guiding all the pieces um, to, to put back-to-back video content into a show. Mm. which is kind of what Sesame Street is a different way. So for yeah. me, it was like, well, mine is going to be original. It's going to be um, um, where, you know, we curate the content and piece it together with, with themes and learning and um, a lot of editing, yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, do-overs and a lot of things that we're like, well, it's good enough for now um, to get it out there um, and show, you know, the world really, you know, what the thing, the, the thing I do is about. And um, it having an entertainment value. And for me, I in a way, I thought, I don't know why more people aren't doing this. Because <laughs> I thought it's kind of, it's kind of not, I, it, I don't want to say it's easy. Because it's, it's been a lot of work. But it's, yeah. just, it's just going from A to Z and completing those steps. I think it's always the passion that keeps us going. I mean, nothing is easy. When it's, it's just that as you said, your background, your diverse background, um, you did not know what you were, you know, learning all the way through your past and everything that culminated into your, this, um, you know, unicorn jazz show, because all those bits and pieces of experience that you got in your hard work in the background help you, you know, create that. And and then being able to then, you know, go into like, you know, I, you know, I donate all my shows to Children's Hospital Orange County, you know, working with, you know, now we're going to work with a, um, um, an L.A. food bank, uh, Aaron Community Cultural Center in Los Angeles, a, a very, you know, poor area that needs, that would love to have story time songs yeah. and all the things we're doing with my puppets. Uh, we were recently at Shade Tree in Las Vegas, um, who is a, they help uh, shelter women, um, children, and pets. And again, being a children's author, having the content um, and doing that give back, that's been important to me um, because, I mean, who doesn't like to make children smile? Yeah. And, and, and then for them to receive all these different things well. So for me, you know, I love traveling, and I know the future will be traveling you know, almost everywhere in the world, there are children, you know? Yeah. And so for me, it's kind of been easy now that I build a brand to call up a school or an organization saying, I'd like to do story time. I'm going to be in your area, even schools, like doing back-to-back school tours. <clears throat> and quite often they say, yes. Um, they look, they, you know, the first thing that, what do you do when someone, you know, you say, I say my name or the, my, my brand name, Unicorn Jazz, they look it up and they're like, you want to come here? Yes. So <laughs> For me, it was building the brand and all these these assets, as I would call them, the content, as I would call it, has helped it. If I didn't do the show, yeah. I was still going into schools. But for me, you know, 
as a business, my business mind is to build your brand, build who you are, you know, getting invited into a podcast show like yours. Thank you very much. Where, you know, you, this is going to go out. And, and I'm you know, privileged, can... honestly, to have you on my show, because this is something that I'm interviewing somebody who's from a very diverse background, but doing so much impactful. I think anything that we can do to impact the imagination and right. diversify uh, mm -hmm. the next generation. I think this is the best thing that we can do in our lifetime. Yeah. And you're, you know, sowing those seeds. Yeah, and, and the thing I do um, is the name of one of my children's books. It's a song. I, it was actually being created before the pandemic. And when I needed a name for the show, it was easy, the thing I do, because the thing I do is about the thing you do, you know, whether you're a podcast host and other things you do. And it's what I started seeing in the schools, um, you know, when I was going in person before the pandemic is all the kids' questions, including the teachers and educators, is how do you do that? It was for me, it was kind of like, how do you do that thing? How do you do that thing? Yeah. And I would go, I would just think, well, everyone has these questions about how to create and why should I create and how why should I know these new things? And, you know, if you have an interest in, in music, you should do it. If you have an interest in art, you should do it. You know, don't just do one thing. You know, gone is the day of having just one career where you're going to be a doctor, lawyer, or whatever it is. You know, there's so many unique niche job titles, and I can't even imagine what's going to be in the future. Especially yeah. with, with the with technology just taking off at rapid speed. That's so, so it's, true. It's the kids and adults curious about more ways of combining the things they do to do more for the greater good so true i think you um touched my nerve a little bit there but you know we we have a, we we i'm one of those persons you know that they want to look for designation we go rabbit hole in that oh. and um i'm also diversifying myself because i've realized that uh my background and my culture where i grew up which is south asia did not give me that opportunity to, you know, uh, explore many things. Maybe I would have been a very different field mm -hmm. or maybe I would have been doing very, very different things that I wanted to do. But since, right. you know, exactly. And since yeah. I was not exposed to those options, exactly. I picked up right there. You were not exposed. Yeah. And, and for me as a, as a parent, I'm always encouraging other parents to let their kids try many things because they might right. be crossed over together. You know? Exactly. Um, and and it's fun and and because you know I've had friends or family that say oh I don't want my child to go into music because there's no money in that yes. and I'm like well maybe they should do it because they like to have fun first and foremost and maybe they're gonna have a career that's crossed over maybe it's what they're gonna do with their discretionary time um you know what are you doing with your discretionary time for me <laughs> I get to create a lot of cool stuff I think and my I husband and I um, really struggle on that uh, because he's American. And of course, he, what you're saying is exactly what he tells me. But I think uh, I, would give my, I would give my kids an option to, you know, explore music or anything that they want to do. Or, right. And I was like, I, I agree with you. I think I would, I would be off the view that I, our child should have a gap year after high school to analyze and process and travel around the world and see what they want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm, I'm very much open to that. But I, again, I would say that my South Asian roots, you know, they come forward in, in front of my yeah. thought process and they let me think about, you know, I do want my child to pick a field that gives them 
bread and butter option too, you know? And right, but you could do both. You could do, you know, if, if someone wants a career that is a high pain, then you could do that and, but, and you know, do more things. You, I mean, I've heard story after story that, you know, someone went for the high pain career and mm. then they hit 30, 40, they completely quit that and they go for the thing they really wanted to do as a young person. Yeah. yeah everyone's different. Had someone, I'm also an artist and creative, I didn't know that, had someone given me artist tools when I was in elementary yeah. school? Had someone, um, you know, really specifically said, you are meant to be a writer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but again, I always paved my way through anyways, because I still always wrote for the companies I worked for. I was still always creative in the business mindset. Right. Um, but, but you found your niche now that this is what you enjoy most writing because for. because i get to inspire kids and yeah you know, like there's such a need for that and i'm able to to do it all at a, at a top level presenting for them um you know writing children's books is you know like i could sell them you know even beyond you know once i'm gone on this earth you know mm. and and leaving behind something that's really what I, I feel is a, is a pretty good legacy yeah and that to me you know makes your life matter and and that that's that's just so meaningful for me I I can't I didn't know this was going to happen so I will say it's good to be good to people good to be kind um ask a lot of questions of different careers and people which I always did I used to have a, a show called the business experience show so I was on your you're in interviewing people, um, always curious as to different kinds of jobs and, you know, people, you know, I, 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 being in Orange County, California, I, I really got to be around a lot of notable wealthy people in, in yeah. the past 20 years of living here and, and asking questions of how did they do it? What was their idea? And everyone, you know, people like to talk about themselves, Yeah. but yeah. I would always get into the why or the how they did something and the passion behind it, what their struggle was. Um, I will also say um, that a lot of times people do go for, you know, they want to like, they want a business to make a lot of money or, or, or a career to make a lot of money. That's something that it may people lead with. Um, I will say that I saw a lot of unhappiness when that was their only goal mm -hmm. and versus doing something that was purposeful. Yeah. And, and um, so me growing up, you know, in poverty and then being around extreme wealth you know my adult life was you know I was able to pinpoint different people that are happy or not and that's why I wrote the book skip a step um imparting wisdom for young entrepreneur minds is I would ask you know these notable leaders and entrepreneurs what was the meaning of life for them what would they tell the younger self and uh it, it was it was really valuable because it was also speaking to me yeah, and, and and I was able to walk away from a marketing agency I, I had. I was able to mark, walk away in 2009 from a mortgage and real estate company that I had built up and and you know was doing well. And and it, it would have I could have been set for life doing that. And I wasn't it, it didn't fulfill me. I mean, if something doesn't fulfill you, yeah, are you gonna have fun doing it most of the day. Uh -huh. Um, and so for me, knowing that I was able to to do these different companies and it was not my favorite thing. It was right. one of my favorite things to to uh, to have a loan company. No, that was not. But uh, you know, to have a children's brand and write children's stories and be in front of kids who I get to connect with day after day, that's yeah. a lot of fun. Amazing. Yeah, I think what you said is a very important keyword of like fulfilling. 
um, success is is very different for everyone. I don't know. We all measure success in a very different way. For some mm-hmm. people, it is in terms of money, and in some, and for some people, it's about you know upward mobility of their career. Um, for some people, it's internal happiness, what they find right. worth to strive for and put their hours of the day in. Um, and I, I I feel that it's a, it's a journey of everyone to learn where you yeah. find your success in because we honestly learn through a process about who we are at the end of the day. Like I'm still exactly. learning about myself, who I am. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's right. It's true for you. Whatever's true for you is true for you. And um, I was able to, you know, um, take a new journey doing this and going into schools and speaking and, and you know, getting your books purchased and, and people really, you know, writing you letters about how your book helped them in different capacities. You, yeah. you, know, you know, you're doing something right. And um, I, you know, I, I get to work with incredible people and they love the the mission and work of unicorn jazz what it represents um and so for me it's there's a lot of responsibility in that and you know living up to these standards per se and and walking the talk not just talking the talk um and for me you know like anyone can have an idea but executing that idea and making it happen that's that's where the value is and Mm. um, you know i got to be witness to different companies that were startup and you know they're worried and you know, when is this going to take off and things like that. But with strategy and, and completing steps and, and um, taking action, um, you know, month after month, year after year, that's that's the formula. You know, yeah. if you believe in something, you'll, you'll find a way to make it happen with the right people, knowing that there's always going to be mistakes, always. And yeah. you're going to find partners that you don't want to have sometimes in life. That happens to many people, including me. <laughs> Yeah, um, and how you're going to, you know, reposition yourself. But, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm grateful now that I've, I've kind of done it enough. I've been witness to other people's companies and their mistakes and and their rises. And, so, uh, why, um, why unicorn is the central theme? Yeah, why unicorn? Well, for me, a unicorn is is really a globally um, um, iconic, recognized symbol. You see, you know, boys, girls, adults wearing it. Yeah. I started paying attention to that. I started okay. paying attention to, you know, unicorn jazz represents, you know, being unique, unique, unicorn. Yeah. And then um, unicorn jazz went really well together. Jazz is, is a abbreviation for my niece, Jasmine, who was adopted by my sister. And I thought she's, she's always been the sweetest girl to me. So that, um, I wanted her to have a special talent, which was music, because I uh. was because I'm okay. not that great at music. I'm great at writing. And so for me, it was like, well, she's going to be musical. And what would a children's book be without a song? And and then, you know, again, it was like something like Sesame Street. There's, there's music and song. And I mean, if you think about it, there's music and song and movies and stuff. Right. Right. It connects us all. And uh, so it, it just, in a way, it just came to me. It, it really, in the beginning, it was, I couldn't have worked fast enough to create everything and um and it was going fast and i was able to if one person can help me i'll go to two other people to to get it done at the same time because <laughs> i sometimes I, sometimes i don't like to wait i like to things to happen fast but um and as the brand was growing and evolving um i you know you learn how to decide what's important for where you're at in the stage of your business 
So, um, Alisa, what what keeps you going in life? Um, like, you know, you've been, you said that, you know, I get it. You worked with, you know, different projects and they were good enough. You were doing good, but they were not fulfilling. So, you know, you just changed one direction to another. But what, what was the drive in you that kept you going? And, and what was the hunger in you? You know, it's a really good question. I would say now that I can coin it is, is having balance in life and, and having happiness and fulfillment. And um, I came up with the philosophy called the five hats, which I believe that there's five areas of life that will drive us all. And it's, you know, I do believe in God and have faith and, and it drives all my hats. So it's family is the first hat, family, friendship, yeah. career connection and adventure and whatever it is for you or whatever it is for me or in 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 a company or if you're in a relationship knowing what drives you knowing that diff- there's gonna be different seasons in your life like yeah. you go to college you're, you're gonna be focused on you know what am I gonna do when I grow up on, on that career hat um right so just based on your age as well um for me now and as this stage in my life, I aim to have balance in all of them, and, and I kind of measure, like, okay, where am I here with my friends, and have I called all the people in my, you know, do they know how much I love them, do they know I'm here for them, you know, in 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 all the different hats, am I, do I get adventure? Yes, I, I get to have adventure, um, you know, okay. my, my, my family feel, like, important, do they feel important, the top people? Yes, you know, in my own relationship, um, just you know, having that, and for me, it's almost like a blueprint to not working too much, because I've been there, done that, as I'm sure many entrepreneurs can relate to, yeah. and all my other hats would suffer, and mm. I I believe that if you go aim to have balance, we're going to have loss in, in our life, that's yeah. inevitable in any of the hats, so then, yeah, so just to say, for example, you know, if one of your hats isn't doing well, there's loss, maybe you lose a job, or or maybe you have a family member, which happens, but then where were you in all these other hats, you know, fulfilling them so that, you know, we're all wired for human connection so that, you know, people can help each other. And I will say that in working the balance in my life, knowing that it, there's ups and downs to it and seeing that of other people, that that has been a way for me to to move forward back faster in different areas. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really learning about this. It's very interesting, the analogy that you give about five hats. And I think that's uh, that's one of the beautiful quotes that I would like to use for your uh, uh, media post. And just last question, what would you, what would you like to advise some young kids, uh, somebody who is coming new in this, Somebody who's learning to figure out which hat they're going to wear in life. What would be your advice to them? Um, my advice would be to talk to other people that you aspire to be like. Mm-hmm. Or, um, intern with other people in companies or roles, which is so valuable to learn real world experience. Mm-hmm. Um, learn from others so that you don't make the mistakes and you know, if you can take shortcuts, that's why I wrote Skip a Step, or you've done Skipping Steps and learn from other people. Yeah. Um, learn to have the right people on your team and get the wrong people off your team. Yeah. Um, learning, learning, learning. Um, again, think of your heart. You have to be able to push yourself to do things that maybe are, are uncomfortable for you. I've always done that. 
beautiful um i think it's a it's a wonderful and and that is basically unicorn <laughs> it is a, a, a beautiful blend of everything it's unique it's inspiring it's something that everybody dreams about to get to it but you know we keep running in that direction um i think it's it's amazing what you're doing and i'm so glad that you found something that you love doing and and that makes you happy uh because ultimately anything that in this lifetime we want to do is just first of all to make us happy that's how we can bring happiness into others lives so it was so nice talking to you lisa and i would um keep link of your social media and for your website in my show notes for my guests and listeners uh who would be interested to listen your show and read about your show or want to access your uh children's book and learn about your brand um and thank you so much for your time and and sharing your story with us this is amazing and i learned a lot about your um journey and about your show so we'll stay in touch and thank you so much again